Welcome to the Thrive in China podcast with me, Christina Kohler Kaluchir from Woodburn Accountants and Advisors. Our daily episodes on solving your China business pain points are there to help China leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs with the daily struggles they may be facing while setting up and operating in China. We look at corporate administrative battles such as tax planning, incorporation, accounting, HR issues as well as cultural and language nuances that may occur. Please share the link to our episode. Our mission is to help as many people who are struggling to do business in the China market. If you would like to schedule a call, please click on the link in the comments section of the episode. And if you would like to learn more about Woodburn Accountants and Advisors, then head on over to our website at woodburnglobal.com. Enjoy. In today's episode, we are going to be looking at look the other way. Is ignoring the competition in China really the key to success? To ignore or not to ignore? Let's look at both sides of the argument and understand where the company in China should stand on what both what is both an important but often divisive issue. Is there a middle path through all of this? And if so, what does it look like in practical terms? Three reasons to ignore your competition. Okay, here are three reasons that I've come up with to look the other way entirely when it comes to your competition. One, your resources are limited. So why waste them on others? Thinking about competitors, endlessly researching them, making spreadsheet after spreadsheet takes up a lot of time, especially if there are a lot of competitors. Take um, the industry of marketing technology, for example. If your startup in China is looking to bag some of that market share, then you probably can't even keep up with the number of competitors given the phenomenal pace at which this landscape is growing. You would need to hire someone just full time to keep up with it all. And all of that time spent monitoring your foes could be better spent elsewhere, such as on things um, on the things any competitive analysis will probably tell you to improve anyway. Make your product more reliable, diversify your brand, train your team, improve your customer service, or produce a new marketing and advertising campaign that really talks the talk. The second is focus on your customers, not your competitors. This is intrinsically linked to having limited resources, but it's worth making the distinction. The bulk of a company's focus should be on the target customer base in China. And if you're not sure who that is, making research should be a top priority to figure that out. If the market is already so saturated that you're struggling to be heard, focus on what your customers want or will want, as well as how and where they are accessing their information. By putting it, your limit, limited time, as well as your limited resources into your customer base, you're automatically focusing on your product and learning about competitors on the sly anyway. The third is copycat problems. Now, companies in China are meant to be innovative. By definition, that means creating something different, something new, something that reshapes the Chinese market landscape. But too many times, I see companies that are simply refining another company's product. In an overcrowded market, this problem could get even worse. Suddenly, you're trying to improve on everyone's offerings. 
causing your product to become a mismatch of ideas. So create new demand. Hold on to that original big idea that you had because by coming up with it, you saw that gap in China and probably analyzed the competition anyway. Now, what happens if you ignore them at your own peril, right? Now let's flip that coin and look at why you shouldn't take your eyes off your competition. And again, I've listed three reasons. One, you may need to react. Imagine you ignore the competition completely because of the reasons mentioned earlier, but a month before you're about to launch, launch that new product or service, a competitor beats you to it. Disaster. The reality is, is that times have changed. Maybe ignoring the competition was fine advice a decade ago, but with technology driving change at a pace that sometimes is, you can't even keep up with, companies in China can't afford not to follow their competitors, at least to, to a certain extent. By keeping an eye on your direct competitors, you can react before they do, or at the very least be ready to respond, okay? And then obviously the big question is, who are your direct competitors? You could have, be in an industry and sector where you would have a thousand competitors, but really are those thousand your competitors? Make sure you're filtering to truly understand who are your direct competitors. Two, learn from their mistakes. Um, and that's the beauty of China. People like to share what mistakes they've done. They love their war stories. Even if your product is set to reshape the marketplace in China and has no immediate rivals, there are still some overlaps between your business and indirect competitors. You both probably have a website. Maybe you both have an app. Um, learn from the failures and successes of others. What keywords do they use to be at the top of the internet search? What content do they have that attracts, attracts a lot of internet traffic? And perhaps more importantly, learn from their failures too, because the risk of this happening in our globalized marketplace is only increasing. So have a look at some of their recent failures in your sector. Where did they go wrong? Did they grow too fast? Did they try to diversify too much? Forget their core audience? Did they not have the right team? Why didn't they have the right team? Whatever their mistakes, take heed of them so you can avoid the same pitfalls. And number three, your competitors are on the inside. What I mean by this is that at more and more companies, it's becoming increasingly common that new companies and potential competitors are formed by employees who think they can do a job better than the in-house team. It's hard to ignore those rivals, and there's a strong chance of having to work with them at some point down the line. Um, for example, there's the guy on the desk next to you down the corridor, you know, co-working spaces or in tech hubs. Um, you know, you might be having brunch with them, having discussions with them to share ideas. What are the chances um, that a competitor is sharing the same coffee machine as you or that you'll bump into them at a conference? In all these cases, it's important to understand whether they are a threat to your business or, in fact, a potential future collaborator, employee that could add real value. Don't forget to build your network and build your contacts. In conclusion, to summarize today's episode, find the balance. Ultimately, everybody's situation for China is unique. So start by knowing your business inside and out for China. That way you'll be aware whether a bit of competitor knowledge will be a help or a hindrance. This is especially true if the Chinese market is already crowded. No business should operate in a bubble but don't let the competition dominate your vision 
or your relationship to your customers. Just put your head up every so often to take in the bigger picture of where they are and where they stand. And after all, finding this little sweet spot will put you a long way ahead of your competitors. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, do not forget to hit the subscribe button, leave a rating and review as this helps other individuals find us. If you would like to discuss your China business pain points, check out our show notes, which has a link to our diary to book a call directly with me. See you soon. Thank you.